0: Visit Cape and Cowell Comics at 1601 Clay Street in downtown Oakland, California, open every day, or online at capeandcowlcomics.com. Welcome to the Cape and Cowell Comics podcast, where we talk comics and comics culture. I am Henry Liu, and today I am joined by Cape and Cowell owner. Aton Manhoff. How's it going, Aton?
1: Good, guys. Glad to be here.
0: And the man, simply known as Rainier. Rainier, how are you doing?
2: What up? Doing
0: well. All right. So, today is Monday, June 5th, and this past weekend we saw a whole lot of Wonder Woman. We had Wonder Woman Day, and all three of us did see the new Wonder Woman movie. So we're gonna talk about Wonder Woman a lot today, yeah? So, um, why don't we start with Wonder Woman Day? Aton, you had an event at the store on Saturday,
1: right? Why don't you uh, tell us how it went? Sure, yeah, so uh, so Saturday was Wonder Woman Day. Um, it was like a nationwide thing, or worldwide thing, actually. I saw stores um, uh, all around uh, the world getting into it. Cool. I, th- I believe this is the first one. Um, I could be wrong, uh, but it it probably was. So it's like it's the 75th anniversary of Wonder Woman, uh, the movie, obviously, um, and just a, a chance to celebrate uh, the big W.W. So we got some comics that we bought from D.C. to give out for free. It was the first issue of uh, of the Rebirth series. So everybody can get a taste of what what Wonder Woman's current book is like. There was one for the kids from D.C. Superhero Girls. Um, we got some tiaras and bracelets for everybody. Um, our friends over at Warner Brothers, the uh, gave us some giveaways. We had all these prize bags, uh, which were near actually even one one. Yeah, man, oh no. No way. <laughs> <Yeah>. Sweet. <laughs> um, and uh what I what i was most stoked about, we did a uh, we did our strong female protagonist sale. So any book, any uh, graphic novel, trade paperback, back issue that had a strong female lead was twenty percent off. Um, and people seem really into that. So when we opened, uh, there was a line. Uh, you know, I, you never know when you do an event for the first time, what's gonna happen. Uh, when we opened, there was a line of maybe 25 people outside the door. Were you there at open? I wasn't, I went? was
0: there just after.
1: Okay, yeah, so so we had, uh, it was like 25 people, um, they all rush in, they go straight to the, the free goodies and uh, Wonder Woman stuff for like 45 minutes were just slammed and Wonder Woman stuff is flying out the door and I'm thinking, fuck, I did not get enough Wonder Woman <laughs> stuff. Like I stocked up. And clearly, I didn't get enough. And then, weirdly, like after that 45 minutes, the store went like crickets. Like, what the uh, hell is going on? Yeah. Um, but then, you know, throughout the rest of the day, it was just, it kind of came in waves. Um, a lot of people came in, were excited about Wonder Woman, uh, were, excited, were excited about the spirit of a, a strong female protagonist sale. Um And uh, it was good. We saw a lot of women come to the store. I mean, we always, you know, I feel like we have a strong uh, female readership that comes to the store, but, but definitely um, on Saturday, there's a lot of women we had never seen before. I we were just like really kind of caught up in the excitement of Wonder Woman. Um, So it was, it was a hell of a day. It was a really good day. I loved it.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Hey, this is, that's cool. I didn't know, Rainier, you won one of those prize packs. Tell us about like how that went down. How did you hear about it and and, and everything
2: yeah i was stoked for wonder woman day i walked right in i brought the uh wife and kids and right when i walked in aton's like dude you won <laughs> and i'm like no shit i'm like this is great and uh he he was like yeah you were like the second pull is that right like yeah, the yeah. second one oh, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, as if he had to prove it to me i'm like oh cool okay <laughs> i won uh no it was a great uh, a great, uh winning bag. a um, my wife really loved that that shirt that was in there uh the pins are cool really enjoyed it um wait tell us uh
0: everything was in there pins a shirt there's other stuff too right
2: yeah uh it's all yeah it's all wonder Woman stuff um got a nice little tiara uh that my kids love um did you get one of the posters? One of the posters that got the Courage poster? Oh, did they have different posters, by the way? There were, yeah. There
1: were like three different mini posters. Like Courage,
2: Wonder, Strength, or something like Power. that? Yeah, yeah, there was, yeah a couple different ones. Yeah, yeah. it was a great uh, it was a great giveaway, raffle giveaway. Each bag was different, or there were different nice.
1: variations on the bag. So um, we also had some full-size posters. There were some hats and three different T-shirts, tattoos, pins, a bunch of it bunch of cool stuff oh the one thing i left out and because this is a first for any event that we've done um we set up a kids table uh da- right there at the front of the store kind of in our kids section we had this table with like coloring sheets and activity sheets and uh crayons and markers um and that was fucking sweet I, like yeah. i love that because we're not like the most we're definitely a kid friendly store and like we devote a, a good section of the store to like all ages books but I wouldn't call us like one of those kids' stores, you know. Yeah. We don't have we don't have like tons of Rugrats running around the shop at all times, you know. And usually our events, you know, they're they're more adult oriented. We have beer, we do taco truck, you know. Like we, you know, it's it's just part of it's the neighborhood and the part of Oakland, you know, just where we are and who our customers are. But we set up this kids' table and there was kids there, and uh, it was. I loved it. It was so much fun. My dad sat there for a while with Rainier's uh, kids yeah. and
2: built uh, Lego. Yeah, DC superhero girl <laughs> Lego sets. Yeah, my girls got a kick out of that. Awesome. They love Legos. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> yeah, it's a great. It was great. Like bringing, being able to bring the family. Like making it a family event. Like it, it was really nice.
0: Yeah, and I also brought my son to the store on Wonder Woman Day. And yeah, when I saw that table, Etan, I was super excited because. You know, I was wondering, oh, how kid friendly is it going to be? And it, as it turns out, it was great because he pulled up his chair and started coloring. You know, coloring the the, the Wonder Woman coloring pages you had out, right? Yeah, so, totally. Yeah, yeah, it's something
1: we'll definitely do, like a uh, Batman Day or other, uh, you know, future events that uh, uh, that it fits. That that kids table will, will become a staple for sure.
0: And that day was Simon's my son Simon's first ever visit to a comic book store. So kind of momentous, you know, (laughs) so extra awesome that it was, you know, kid friendly. So I got a great day, man.
1: Awesome. I'm glad you guys liked it. I loved it. I really did.
0: Sweet. All right. So I think we're all chomping at the bit to to dive into the Wonder Woman movie. So yeah, man, like (laughs) this is made a big splash. Uh, It had huge box office this opening weekend. Uh, critics are loving it, fans are loving it let's let's talk some Wonder Woman maybe, hey Rainier, you saw it on uh, Thursday, actually both Rainier and Aton, you guys saw it on the opening Thursday night, right? Yep. Yeah, couldn't yep. wait yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> I had heard, uh, my first the fan response I had heard first of course was Rainier, so maybe we'll start with you what are your thoughts?
2: I loved every second of it Yeah. and I really don't know where to start <laughs> um, it was everything I wanted to see in a Wonder Woman movie
0: Did you have any expectations going in? Did you think it was going to be really great? Did you try to temper your expectations? Did you know the critical response to that point?
2: Uh, So the critical response at that point, no. Like, I wanted to stay away from it altogether. Like, at one point, I stopped watching trailers. Uh, I made sure not to stumble upon Rotten Tomato reviews. Uh, I wanted to stay as far away from that as possible so I could form my own opinion. And, you know, it being DC's biggest... I mean, like, it's, you know, it's it's Wonder Woman's self-title. It's the first, I, I don't know, it's the first big, like, female lead of a comic book character. Sure, we've had Catwoman and Elektra, but uh, Wonder Woman, like, it's, it doesn't get yeah. any bigger than Wonder Woman. So, like, I knew they were going to go big with this movie.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, on, just on that topic, there have been, you know, female-led superhero movies, um, but they haven't been any good <laughs> you like, know really yeah, and i
1: think this shows like this really lends itself to the gravity of wonder woman as a character and the importance yeah. of wonder woman oh, yeah. as a character because like we have had those other movies they've been you know but they weren't they weren't important like what yeah. this wonder woman movie was fucking important like yeah. culturally important and like y- you know you try not to hang too much on it like There's a lot of people, you know, like, the fate of (laughs) women-led comic book movies was resting on on Wonder Woman's shoulders, and and that's, you know, I think that's a little ridiculous to to say, but, like, Wonder Woman is this character without peer, right? Marvel does not have a Wonder Woman. There's no... DC doesn't have another Wonder Woman. There's only one. There's absolutely only one. Um, They had to get it right, and and they fucking... They did. I mean, they, they killed it.
0: Yeah, like, now that it's kind of a success on all fronts... You know there isn't the pressures off in a way but you know there there was pressure for this to do well I think you know um, on a a lot of different levels you know not just to continue having strong female superhero characters in films but there was also a female director Um, to have her really knock this out of the park is is huge for her and other female directors too and, yeah, just a, a huge win on so many different levels. So. And a huge
1: win for DC. Like, yeah. a, a lot of our conversation, you know, leading up to this is, is how much DC needed a win, right? Like, they, like yeah. they, you know, there's fans like Rainier and I who who like the DC movies that that have come out so far. But the, the vast majority of people <laughs> like to just take a big shit on the head of those DC movies. And, mm-hmm. like, if DC had another kind of flop like what would have happened Would you know would we have gotten a full reset of course justice league is like practically finished so that yeah. movie would have had to come out but then what then what would happen you know the Snyderverse would probably have to to come to an end and um so the, there was a lot of pressure on this and and it's really cool that they got that it was patty jenkins uh who directed it because she's not an action movie director right she did yeah. monster right um and some other smaller things but you know, hopefully, this will be eye-opening to to Warner Brothers and DC. Like, we could just get really talented people on these movies, and like, yeah. they will make it work because she directed the shit out of that movie, and yeah. and really awesome, awesome action stuff.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Eitan, What? tell me some specifics. What was your experience going in? Oh, dude, you know? so I'm ready to break this whole thing down. Yeah, walk us down. through it, man. <laughs> break it down.
1: Well, so first of all, so just the, the experience of the movie. Actually, my experience of seeing the movie was kind of fucked. I went to the late show Thursday over there at Bay Street, and uh, mm-hmm. because we knew it was going to be busy and crowded, we did IMAX 3D um, because you could reserve seats. Okay. Um, but... Turns out, like I, not only do I not like three D movies, like my eyes can't actually do it. <laughs> they can't put the layers together. I've I've had double vision since I was like twelve years old. Uh, my eyes are fairly well trained that I don't wear my glasses. But I'm sitting there watching that movie. I watched the whole thing blurry and I still fucking loved it uh, but like okay. the I could barely see what was going on it's so much so that I'm going to see the eye doctor as soon as we're fucking done
2: here because like there's clearly something <laughs> wrong with my eyes
1: because I couldn't watch
2: this movie it took Wonder Woman to fix your it, eyes
1: Wonder Woman is going <laughs> to fix my eyes that's how powerful she is and how important she is um, but uh but uh you know I'm re- do you guys want to like talk about the actual movie yeah, or you let's do, do like, it man spoiler film, right in. oh it. yeah yeah, yeah like big, big spoiler video. alert let's yeah. spoil yeah. the hell out of it yeah, yeah let's, spoil, let's spoil. Talk, talk in depth um So, the movie opens up with Diana. In modern times, I lost a dollar bet because I said it was going to start right in uh World War I. But it it does start with her. She, like, works at the Louvre um, as, like, a curator of, what, like, ancient weapons or something? (laughs) Like, that was kind of funny. Um, She gets a picture, the Wayne... Wayne, like I don't Wayne know security. why Wayne Security yeah. armored truck shows yeah. up. Why does Wayne have armor? Why does Bruce Wayne have armored trucks it's a worldwide? <laughs> he has a security that's like, company. Okay, that's just part in of, case, that's a yeah. business yeah. that I didn't know Bruce Wayne had. He's everywhere. <laughs> that's that's cool. I'm down. I fully accept that. So, <laughs> this security guard comes in with a, a locked briefcase, delivers it to Diana, and inside is that picture, that famous picture from Batman versus Superman, which is Wonder Woman and her. Her crew, yeah. who we uh, we meet later in the movie, that she fought side by side with uh, during World War One, Steve Trevor um, and and the rest of the gang, um, yep. and and there's like a message from Bruce saying, you know, someday maybe you'll tell me who you are, and then.
2: Doodly, 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 doodly. <laughs> right, right. So, this, flashback. Is, uh, so yeah. this is showing that it comes off the heels of Batman vs Superman.
1: Right. Post, but this is post Batman vs Superman. Mm-hmm. At least where, where we see it here, there. But then, of course, the flashback is is long before Batman vs Superman. Mm-hmm. Um, and we go directly to Themyscira, right, yeah. uh, yep. to Paradise Island, and and we see Diana as a kid, and she's uh, watching the warriors, and she wants to be a warrior, and she's secretly being trained by her aunt, right. um, and all this, and. Um, we get a good glimpse of the the culture there, but I, I think you know. Fast forward a little bit to what's important about it is Steve Trevor crash lands in the water outside of of the beaches of of, uh, of the mascara, and that's classic Wonder Woman canon. You know, Steve crashes, Wonder Woman saves him. You know, and she learns of man's world, or you know, potentially learns about it for the first time. Yeah, this time in the movie, Steve's being chased. By German soldiers, right? Uh, German soldiers that end up coming to Themyscira. like they mm-hmm. there's Themiscera is covered in this veil, so it can't be seen from the outside world. And the German soldiers, like they travel through the veil, just like like Steve does, and yeah. they storm the beaches, and immediately they're uh, you know battling yeah, the Amazons. It's a big battle. Um, yeah. They you know the Germans come, guns firing, and the Amazons are ready to go. Yeah, um, we assume I, I'm assuming that this is maybe the first time they've seen guns, like they. Because the Amazons don't have them. Right. Anyway, battle ensues. One Woman's poor aunt, she's killed. Yeah. Um, and one Woman is convinced that this. when she learns of the war, um, between, you know, the world war that's so crazy and millions and millions have died, she is convinced that Ares, the god of war, is behind it. And it's her responsibility um, as an Amazon. It's the Amazon's responsibility to go and destroy Ares, kill Ares, and end this war. And the rest of the Amazons yep. are like, no, no, no. And she's like, yes, yes, yes. And she gets away with, uh, with, with Steve Trevor. And I think this is really significant because this is not the classic story of Wonder Woman coming to Man's World. Um, I've never seen it done like this. It's always been there was going to be a contest to determine who would be the ambassador man's world and and diana puts on the mask and and uh, disguises herself and wins the contest and her mother her mother has no choice but to uh to send her um to man's world but this time she kind of she just she just breaks away and she's gonna go fight in the war and i actually i really liked it um i had a you know a few Wonder Woman diehards come into the store and they're like oh they didn't do the contest i'm like fuck the contest cares. <laughs> like this is Wonder Woman, the warrior uh who's gonna go and you know this horrible war
2: i think they try. made up for that with all of her training like the training sequences were really cool the training was totally cool all those yeah. those fight scenes were
1: awesome i mean the mm-hmm. them fighting the germans on the beach yeah, yeah. with their arrows and yeah. spears and shit and and winning did you, uh, that? <laughs> did you notice that
2: one warrior that was standing on this pedestal as if it were sort of king of the hill and like people were trying to some of the women were trying to take her down but she stood her ground what was that that was in the training that was in the training oh okay yeah. i, I don't remember be, i think that was supposed to be artemis Oh, okay, yeah, and, uh, yeah. the actress that plays her is, like, a top, like, world-renowned boxer, apparently. Okay, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Um, I heard that they, they got some, like, legit athletes in there. And, and these women looked like athletes. I mean, they yeah. looked uh, they looked strong, they looked powerful, they looked like ass-kickers. Yeah. Uh, and
2: that's what they did. And I think as an extension to a female director, like, I think all of the, the coordinators and, like, the fight trainers, I think a lot of them were women as well. Oh, that's cool. Yeah.
0: Uh, a quick note on that, that beach battle. Uh, you know, Zack Snyder was a producer on the film... And it was kind of rem- reminiscent of the action we saw in 300, mm-hmm. right? And um, it's cool because it's reminiscent, but, you know, it's flipped. You know, it's all women, and it's super cool to see. And yeah. it's, it's that level of action choreography and really exciting, but it's something we really haven't seen before. Like, these women are just, like, kicking some serious <laughs> yeah, ass, yeah. you know? So p- yeah. pretty refreshing to see, for sure.
1: And, and also refreshing, I think, you know, this, that whole battle happened in the daylight. Yeah. Uh, which is pretty significant, I think, for a Zack Snyder, uh, you know, involved movie or just what we're kind of used to in yeah. this DCU. You, you like none of this stuff happens during the daytime. That's this true. fight was like it yeah. was bright. It was sunny. It was like a gorgeous day. Yeah. Uh, and uh, also significant. These women, they were killing those soldiers. Yeah, and those soldiers oh, yeah. were killing those women. Like, it wasn't was off screen. It was on. It was on. on screen. Yeah, this on was a screen. brutal. This was a pretty brutal movie. Pretty, pretty I mean, violent. you know, there. I don't remember seeing any blood anywhere, but like the, you know, one woman kills people in this movie. Yeah, yeah, uh, and yeah. and I appreciate that. she is a warrior, and that's yeah. uh, she should be doing that. So yeah. I thought that was super cool. Um, so uh, so she gets to, to man's world. Um, and Steve is going to take her to... Is it Steve has stolen already the uh, Dr. Poison's yeah. notebook? Right, yeah, right, right, So yeah. that one of the villains in the in the movie is Dr. Poison, uh, I, who um, I believe is a classic Wonder Woman villain. I can't, like, point to where she's been, but I'm pretty sure Dr. Mora um, has been in there. But it, anyway, um, so Steve Trevor... Uh, just a quick comment about Steve Trevor I thought he was fucking great in this movie me too like I really loved that character and yeah. I've been reading Wonder Woman comics for over 20 years and I've never given two shits about Steve <laughs> Trevor I never have he's always been a yeah. throwaway character yeah uh,
0: when I first heard Chris Pine was cast here it's like Captain Kirk it just took like a bullshit role like what's up with that but he really he really nailed it you know he was he was really funny and really charming I thought it was a great performance yeah I think
1: he, he owned it and he elevated that character um, yeah oh yeah certainly in in my eyes and, and I, I actually haven't seen the Star Trek movies Star Trek is a, a huge hole in my nerddom so when I saw him cast I was like okay well you got an equally pretty person to like be <laughs> alongside this this right. you know beautiful woman uh, but he really I thought you know he he made Steve Trevor cool. His whole story arc, um, you know, he does. He helps to save the day. He does. It's not like Thor two, where like Thor actually does not save the day, and his supporting cast mm. does. But oh, yeah. but Steve gets his hero moment at the end of the movie. Oh yeah. And it doesn't it doesn't detract from Wonder Woman's nope. m- giant hero moment that, that goes after it. Um, yeah. So I really loved what they did with with Steve Trevor.
2: Definitely. This. Definitely. Um, Did you like that exchange when they were uh, sailing away to Man's World? <laughs> uh, I thought that exchange between Wonder Woman and Steve Trevor was pretty cool. So they were on a boat traveling from Themyscira to, uh, what is it, Britain? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, she went to London, yeah. <laughs> and there was, that, there was that strange awkwardness of like, you can yeah. tell she's a, she's a fish out of water, she doesn't know what she's getting herself into, but she's really headstrong with where she's going to be going. Uh, I thought that exchange on the boat was, was really fun. Yeah, they're, yeah. They're like they're going to bed on the boat. They're going right? to sleep. Yeah, and yeah. one woman's like, you not going to sleep with me." Like, literally, laid down with her, and yeah. he's like, um, like, super awkward about it because you know his idea of sleeping together is different what different from what hers is. Yeah, exactly. But then
1: they have like a sex talk, like it, like you know they're talking about he's you know he. Yeah. I mean, they're beating around the bush the whole time, but you know he's like basically asking how it works. You know, what does she does she even know anything about yeah. it? and you know she says she's read the 12 books on on uh, love making or whatever oh, yeah, right, right, yeah. Or from the Amazons
2: and uh, and concluded that it was unnecessary or something like that. Yeah
1: like men's involvement is not ne- it's not necessary. Yeah. It's necessary for procreation not necessary for pleasure. Right. <laughs> hilarious.
0: That? Yeah you know I, that's something that I totally didn't expect. I didn't expect to be laughing as much as I, I laughed during this movie. It's hilarious you know. Um, I think that's something that the D C E U movies have kind of got a bad rap for that oh they're too serious, they're too dark, but man, this was comedically it was it was really great, you know? Yeah and a it was a lot of great moments. It wasn't
1: overdone. No. You know, the humor was just it was really perfectly played pretty out. subtle. Yeah. 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 yeah for um, sure. But so the, so when they get to England, like one Roman wants to immediately fight Ares, right? She's like, we have to find Ares. Yeah. I have to kill him. And Steve's like, well, we have this other like we're fighting a war here, and he doesn't really believe that Ares exists. Yeah, not right? at that point. Like, he doesn't no. know. Uh, he doesn't know what's up. So they end up like banding together with their their team. Um, they get the the guy who's like the great actor, and he's going to be the like con man and and mm-hmm. kind of help them with safe passage. They get the yep. sniper, right? Um, who's uh, fuck? What's his name from Train spotting? Yeah,
0: uh, Spud. Spud. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was, so well, cool. that was already like I it's <laughs> nice Like, mm, that might be a problem there having Spud as your, your marksman.
1: <laughs> yeah, he played the great like drunk, got it, Irish uh, marksman. Oh, uh, Scottish. Scottish. Scottish yeah. Yeah. Scottish, yeah. <laughs> uh, big difference. Um, and oh. then they. Uh, and then they meet up with a, a Native American when, when they get to the uh, the front line. Yeah. Um, who, who's, like, working – he's kind of working both sides. He's just, like, uh, smuggling stuff to whoever will pay him. Um, but he ends right. up being, a you know, a big-time hero.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yep, yep. Um, and then they start fighting. And then you start – you get this uh, – they start fighting their way towards um, – who they to, to Dr. Poison and who yeah. they believe Ares is or who Wonder Woman believes Ares is and then you, you end up with that that amazing fucking no man's land oh, scene the yeah no it's like the, it's so, like the climax yeah. Yeah. you know I mean it felt I mean it wasn't because she has a huge fight later but it right. felt like wow this is fucking everything I wanted to see oh, in man. this movie and she
2: was using everything her sword her shield her her uh her, uh, the bracelets, her yep. bracelets, her lasso, her lasso. lasso True, yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. The way she fought with the lasso in this movie was so fucking cool. Yeah, whipping people around. Oh, Yeah. but I left one thing out that I loved in London: the scene where they're in the alley and she blocks yes. the bullet. She yes, blocks yeah, the bullet yeah, from yeah. hitting Steve Trevor. Uh huh. And it was a direct like you can look at the two shots next to each other. It's the exact same scene as as Superman, Superman Clark Kent man. blocking the bullet from hitting Lois in the Fuck, alley on yeah. Metropolis, and that was. Fucking! I, I, my brain exploded, and I had to wipe it yeah. off the walls and put it back yes. in my head because I. That Superman, so catches, Superman happy. catches
2: it in his hand, right? He does. He, he yeah. Does. He drops and then, it on the case, way out of the alley. In this
1: case,
0: it
2: hits her bracelet and it lands in Trevor's hand. Right. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. A, a direct nod to the original Richard Donner Superman the movie alley uh, up scene, and it's it's so it was, it was beautiful. fucking awesome. That was, yeah. And that, that, was
2: that was like the waking moment where Steve Trevor was like. Oh, she can handle herself. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. She also, she
1: yeah. She totally fucks up all like the five guys and the thing. You know, yeah. like, he punches one dude at the end. Right. Um, but anyway, so, so there was that no man's land scene where she has this epic battle, and 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 Henry's gonna hate me saying this, but uh, this. Go ahead. The war portion. This is why I don't like Captain America: The First Avenger. Um, because it wasn't, like, the war m- movie or, like, the battle movie I wanted to see. Like, Captain America... And I should watch Captain America The First Avenger again because, like, I've only seen it once. But it really left a bad taste in my mouth because you do get, in that movie, a bunch of him being used as, like, this mask guide. And it, you know, the- which was cool and interesting. Um, but you only get, like, this very short, very short, like, montage of him fucking up Nazis, right? Like, yeah. And to, and to me, I wish they had flipped it. You know, I wish you had gotten, like, a solid half hour of Cap just, like, going on missions and, like, busting up, you know, artillery storage. And you're just, like, really, you know, fucking beating Nazis. Um, but you don't really get it. But in this, like, in this, you get Wonder Woman fighting the, in this war. Uh, oh, yeah. And, I, yeah. and I really love to see that. Like, if you're going to do a period piece, if you're going to do a war movie, like, let's do it. And I, I thought they nailed the war aspect of the, of the movie yeah. yeah Wonder
2: Woman they showed a lot of like the you know the the bad sides of the dark sides of war like you know families being displaced and people getting killed right mm-hmm. yeah it's
0: interesting you bring up the the cat movie Captain America the first Avenger you know to a degree I, I agree that uh, some of the the battle scenes in that movie could have been could have been better done I think uh, m- much like what we saw in Wonder Woman, which the the, the action scenes were fucking mind blowing yeah. in this movie. I was really like we talked about the comedy that was uh, surprising to me, but there are a few moments that like just mind explosion. You know, like I couldn't couldn't believe what I was seeing. There's one in particular where she she goes she busts into a room full of German soldiers. And she just takes him out, and there's slow mo, and it's it like it just has to be seen to be believed, you know. Like it's just I couldn't believe so what I've seen. She
1: I knees the guy out the window. Yeah, she's like, yeah, so she's sliding great. on her like <laughs> shin
0: guards and doing all crazy moves, all these crazy moves again, kind of. Um, some, like, Zack Snyder-esque uh, choreography going on. It's pretty
1: reminiscent of the Batman scene in Batman versus Superman, where a he, bit. he also busts into a room and fucks up, like, yeah. you know, ten people all at once. That, that, that was the first thing that came to mind. But again, a little bit brighter um, and, and you know, with one woman at the center. Fucking love that. Yeah.
0: Um, but just furthering on, on the parallels to Captain America 1 is, I mean... Basically, it had the... This film, this Wonder Woman film, had almost the exact same plot as that movie. You know, like, there there are so many similarities. It's almost to, to the point where it's like... Almost like a, a duplicate, you know? It's it's a World War setting. You know, it's World War I versus World War II, but still, we had that setting. Uh, we have the book endings uh, in present day. We have... Uh, like a ragtag group of commandos who are uh-huh. there to help this hero, and the, the hero itself uh, is like a, a naive, idealistic superhero, and, um, and there's there's uh, there's so many uh, similarities. It's to the point where it's it's like wow. Um, oh, and even uh, the, I mean I will jumped to, to the end a bit, but the way that Steve Trevor dies. Is exactly how Steve Rogers goes in the first Avenger too. Like they're on this giant plane filled with like uh, uh, weapons of mass destruction, and a captain named Steve has to <laughs> sacrifice himself by crashing the plane. I was like, whoa! Like this is crazy. You know, like the similarities are, are I, I, almost to the point. I think it was intentional. They almost like wanted to to use those elements. And kind of like what I was saying earlier is, like, we've seen a lot of this stuff in this movie elsewhere, but it's completely fresh because it's from – it's flipped. It's from a a female standpoint, right? Mm -hmm. But you guys had to have noticed that, right, that this movie is almost a a – plot-wise is like a a mirror image or a duplicate of – of
1: that first Captain America movie, I'm gonna have movie, to go right? and watch the cat movie because I've completely blocked it out. Like okay. I <laughs> really despise that movie, but I'm gonna have to watch it again uh, because I think it sounds it sounds like it must be. And I had a friend who said like this that this one Room movie was like Captain America one and Thor one had a baby or something, and you know because there's the when she fights the big kind of monster looking yeah. thing. Um, oh, and
0: not to mention, there's that At the the ending, the the big bad of Wonder Woman is is quite reminiscent of the big bad in Thor one. But the whole fish out of water stuff from Thor one, really similar to Wonder Woman also. You know? Sure, yeah, sure. it almost uh, makes you wonder around. like
1: where did they get that when they were creating that character, you know, thirty years after the creation of Wonder Woman? But, yeah, eh? <laughs> yeah, could well, be. They, well, they had to go in that direction, right? Like, where else
2: would you see a could woman be? with?
1: a sword and shield walking
2: around where people are holding guns. Yeah.
0: Oh, and and she's got a shield, too. Another Cap uh, similarity. Um, You know, as long as we're on this point, uh, there's all kinds of references in this movie, which are cool. We talked about Superman, the movie. We talked about Thor. We talked about Captain America, the first Avenger, uh, 300. We talked about... There's a cool nod to the original Wonder Woman TV show, too. Another funny moment where Steve Trevor brings in a pair of glasses to try to disguise Wonder Woman, right? To, to make her seem like a regular civilian. And then the comment is, oh, yeah, that's going to work. This The most beautiful woman in the world is going to be hidden by a pair of glasses. And that was always the running joke on the Wonder, Wonder Woman TV show, right? It's like, she's still you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. super hot, right? Yeah, right, right. uh,
2: blue dress she was wearing in that ballroom scene, I think is a similar dress to what uh, was worn in the uh, Wonder Woman TV show as well. Uh, oh, okay. I, mean,
0: I figured there would be... More than just one reference, and
2: you know, and I think that's a good that's a good opportunity
1: to jump in and, and say something like super important that we haven't said. Like Gal Gadot, 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 whoever, proved in this movie, she's so much more than just a pretty face because she is like yeah. everybody is in agreement. She is stunningly beautiful. Like it is hard yeah. to look anywhere else when when she's on screen. But she was so good. She yeah. was she her acting was good. She had a full range where she covered all kinds of different. Emotions and and uh, she was so charming. Like you could see, like and that to me, like that's a really important part of Wonder Woman. Like a lot of people, when she was cast, you know, she's too small, she's too skinny. Uh, you know, she's an Amazon. She should she should be big and and you know, that's never been how I have thought of Wonder Woman. Like Wonder Woman's strength is not because she spends, you know, ten hours a day lifting weights in the gym. Like she's endowed with strength and the gods. Oh, that's another mm-hmm. fucking important thing that we haven't talked about yet. But anyway, uh, you know, she doesn't need to be this big hulking thing, but I do think it's important that she be like you know, one of the like the most beautiful woman you've seen. Like I think that's it's it loans it lends itself to her character and it's like a tool in her toolbox that she gets to use um you know when when uh, trying to accomplish her goals, be it like you know fighting or or uh, you know when she was a diplomat, all these things. Like she just, people are drawn to her, and partly because of her beauty, and partly because of her goodness. And um, you know, I, I thought, I don't know, I thought she was absolutely perfect.
0: Yeah, she was great. She. We talked about how Chris Pine's performance was great. She was great, also, really all, all the way, physical performance as well as you know just delivering dialogue and just being super inspirational. You know, she really
2: she really nailed it. Hey, can I dive back into that No Man's Land uh uh fight scene? Yeah. <laughs> so there was a little bit of dialogue before she jumps out and starts taking bullets or deflecting bullets where uh Steve Trevor's like, you know, we can't we can't do anything here, you know, this is No Man's Land, like these people have been here for years and we haven't moved an inch. And I almost thought they were going to go with some really cheesy line because he had just said, this is no man's land. And I thought she was going to be like, well, I'm no man. But she didn't go that way. <laughs> right. And she yeah. didn't she didn't say that line. She just went up and, and, and did her thing. And I, I think that was a, a good point to show that it wasn't – I mean like it wasn't overboard with the I am, I am woman, hear me roar, right? Like they, they balanced that really well, I think. Well, yeah. Not only yeah. does
1: she not deliver a cheesy line, she just jumps up that fucking ladder and goes. Yeah, like she's she's like you know he tells her the why you know why she can't go and she's just like you know she doesn't even, she doesn't smirk she doesn't do anything she's like I'm going Yep. and then she yeah. inspires the entire you know uh, trench there you know first her crew runs after her and then the you know the rest of the soldiers run out and they yeah. and they go for it and it was really it was very inspiring um, yeah. That important note that I've that we didn't mention and huge huge spoiler they went with like the new fifty two version of her origin. Mm. At first, they led you to believe that she had been sculpted from clay by her mother. Like they, she, you know, her uh, Hip- says that to her. You know, I made you from clay. Um, but in the movie, it turns out she's the daughter of Zeus and she has power right. of the gods. And that was something that was added. You know five or six years ago with the new 52 that really i thought lent something interesting to the character and they still kind of play with and i thought it worked obviously it worked really well in the movie because part of how she defeats the the main villain at the end is with her godly powers um but i, I you know i thought it was pretty cool how they incorporated that they took stuff in the modern comics and and they uh, and now the world knows wonder woman as uh, as as the daughter of Zeus, like they took this little right, thing right. that only us nerds might know, and and now that's like that's the official kind of origin of of, right. of her.
0: Cool, yeah. And going real going back real quick on some of the um, criticism early on from the casting. A lot, yeah, a lot of people were saying, it's like, oh, that that skinny girl from Fast and Furious. Like, how can she? How is she going to be Wonder Woman? You know, and she totally sold it. You know, she. I think she did put on some muscle, number one, Um, but probably more than that is she just, like, her physicality in the movie is, like, off the charts, and I don't think anyone walked out of the movie thinking, who wasn't convinced, you know, like, that she could
2: do the things you saw her do. You know, know the later half of that movie, she was feeling pregnant? (laughs) Oh, really? Really? Yeah, man, they, uh, she was talking about it, I think, on Conan, Uh where they actually put, like, green garb on her belly. So that they could, you know, edit that out in post. (laughs) Oh wow! But yeah, she was uh, she was carrying. Oh wow! I think of how
1: she, part of how she pulled it off, is is just the way she carried herself. And it's actually like something that I appreciate about the actor who plays Captain America. Because another problem I had at the first Captain America movie, it was hard for me to believe that character, that actor, as Captain America. And even in the first Avengers movie, I was just like, I don't know if this dude is like the leader of of men that I expect. Kind of. You know cap to be but by by now you know by civil war by winter soldier like the way that he kind of plays the part you're like oh, okay that's cap um, yeah. that's who i read in the comics like that's a guy that you can imagine these much more powerful characters kind of listening to right. um, and i i thought she did that from from the first time you see her you know mm-hmm. she looks like the warrior princess that you know you don't want to to fuck with and that you respect and
0: uh, and speaking to Cap, the, one other uh, similarity I, I, I noticed is that so right before the No Man's Land battle, there's a moment where like everyone else is like, "Don't go there! Like, stick with the plan." You know, we're we're gonna we're gonna do our little spy mission. We, it's a suicide mission to try to rush those German soldiers, right? Um, and then she. Resists authority, right so he's like, Fuck that shit let's let's do this, right? It's exactly what Steve Rogers does in the first cat movie when um he wants to rescue he wants to go find Bucky. like the colonel is like, orders, you know, you're not just sit your ass there, you know you're you're not moving, right but he he goes he and and Peggy go. They resist authority, so very, very similar.
1: You know, they, Cap they, should have been court-martialed.
0: <laughs> he should have <laughs> been. You know, and like actually, when when he did rescue Bucky, they came back. He's 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 like ready to for his punishment, right? And the colonel's like,
1: yeah, it's fine, whatever. <laughs> All good, <laughs> as as it usually goes. There you go, in American military. All right. So uh,
0: let's get, let's get to the final act of, of Wonder Woman.
1: Right, which is so they end up. Uh, so she ends up tracking down the the main villain, who she believes is Ares, um, and. Again, spoiler count. Um, she kills this guy, yeah. this this general from the uh, the German army. Yep, um, kills her, kills him with the sword. And uh, very evil dude had it coming. Um, huh? Killed a lot of people. He was not Ares, right. um, and it turns out Ares was actually somebody. Who uh, one woman thought was on her side, and like I should have seen that coming. Like that should have been telegraphed. Like I've read a million fucking comic books, and I've seen that bait and switch a million times, and I didn't. I was full. I was fully surprised. Like when she killed, when she killed uh, the the guy, I was like, oh wow, that's really interesting. They didn't like go with her fighting another god or something. She just like. Takes this dude out, and I kind of liked it. I was like, okay, well, that, yeah. that's this is a war movie, right? Hey, like, we hey, go kill you kill the uh,
2: guy. And... What do you think of her? Uh, I'm Anigo Montoya. You killed my father. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> little line good. before killing each of those guys. It was, good. <laughs> it was very much
0: in her character to say something like that, you know? Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, so we end up getting that big um, that big battle when when Ares is is revealed and and he kind of powers up, and then you get. Then you get your kind of Zack Snyder esque, you know, black as night fight scene with right. shit flying all over the yeah, place. Yeah, a lot of CGI Fire and lots yep. of CGI. Yep. And I and I know that that's where some of the criticism comes. Is is yeah. like you you kind of the tonal shift of that fight. But I was, I don't know. I think that fight was totally necessary. It is still a superhero movie. Um, she needed to fight somebody equally powerful, you know, to herself. And it was a great reveal of how powerful she was. You know, and and that, that's where you actually find out, you know, where it's confirmed that she's the daughter of Zeus, right? Ares tells her that they're, you know, that they're siblings and they're, yeah, um, and they're all that's left. Uh, so I, I, I certainly had no problem with it. You also, with the Steve Trevor moment that we mentioned before, where where he, uh, he flies up and destroys the plane full of the the, the gas that's going to kill everybody. He has a really beautiful like, uh, and the way they play it out, where he kind of, you know, they don't. He doesn't just turn around and fire his gun into it like you get this yeah. moment where he like kind of accepts his fate. Yeah. You know, he he's happy to, you know, not happy, I don't know. He's he knows he's doing the right thing and, and yeah. it was
2: just it was really well done. Um, so before he does this right thing, he he has some dialogue with uh, Wonder Woman and she's she's deafened from an explosion that had just happened. And then she doesn't remember the dialogue until after, I guess it sits in her subconscious. You think that you think things would have changed had she heard exactly what he was trying to tell her in the first place? That he that that he loved her? Yeah, <laughs> I don't think so because I, <laughs> I think that
1: would be that wouldn't be Wonder Woman like like oh well you know <laughs> oh Wait, he loves me I better <laughs> so. Ren, you're saying
0: maybe if she had heard it the first time, she wouldn't have let him do this suicide mission. Essentially, you think the outcome would have been a little bit different? I don't think yeah, she I would have wanted,
1: wanted him to do the suicide mission as is. You know, despite. Oh, you know, we didn't talk.
2: you yeah, like they—they they get it on. They—they right? like they consummate <laughs> well, um, this relationship. Maybe, maybe. Let's let's be adults here. They—they <laughs> they show them sharing a kiss, and then they pan away from the building with right. the light and on. We right. Know, we all know what kissing. It's very do uh, James Bond. Every moment. time.
0: Yeah. Uh, no, yeah. There, there was a mo- moment where it could be—it could be read into that they had a kiss and they said goodnight, or maybe they had a kiss and they spent the night together. So,
1: yeah. <laughs> all right, you guys leave it open to in interpretation. <laughs> and I stand by
2: they kept it classy they kept it tasteful
0: but that's not to say
1: unfortunately
0: (laughs) that's not to say shit didn't go down which Eitan I I agree with you there okay so yeah so let's let's talk um, just just overall like um, yeah like what you brought up Eitan that that final battle you know I think it could have been done better Um, what 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 annoyed me a little bit is what I see a lot where there's this all-powerful villain who who seems completely you know unbeatable and then there's something something happens and in in this case what happens is is as Steve Trevor his ultimate sacrifice you know when Wonder Woman discovers that this happens she gets really upset you know and at that moment she's able to beat the villain. Why? I don't know why. Because she's angry? I don't know, you know. Um, But we see it in movies a lot. Um, Just this sort of unexplained turning of the tables. I would have liked to see something, maybe something resourceful where she kind of pulls out of her hat, you know. Um, But to me, it didn't really, there was no explanation
2: how she beat Ares at the end, you know. Wasn't it the power of love? (laughs) <laughs> there you right. go. It opened up something inside of her, and she found strength she didn't realize she had. Wow. Well, there's also the realization that she was the daughter of Zeus, right?
1: I mean, that was that was what I took from it. Like mm-hmm. she she because she was so upset, she let her guard down, and she was able to kind of unleash this the godlike power of Zeus. Where you get we see Zeus kind of shoot this like force out of his hand to to take down Ares um, at the beginning when his when uh, Wonder Woman's mom is is telling her this story, is it, you know, uh, a, you know a bedtime story, and then we kind of see Wonder Woman do the same same power. I was glad at least, you know, because they showed her, like, shooting this force out of her bracelets, which is yeah. certainly not something I've never seen uh, in a Wonder Woman comic before, but, you know, at least they tied it to something else, and it was like, if Zeus has this power, then she has this power, um, and that's fine. But, you know, you know, what I would say to it, like, and and I didn't love that fight scene, but it, I I don't know what, like, superhero, big superhero fight scene, like, I do love. You know, it's never the best part of a movie. You know, with the exception of Mabel's Civil War, we had that, like, great battle of a lot of stuff going on, despite the the thing that I hate about it, which is it takes, like, half hour to run across the field. But (laughs) uh, it's never, like, those fight scenes to me always seem kind of rushed. They always, like, put a, a tight little bow on things because you know you beat the big powerful bad guy like like I said I like I would have kind of liked if one woman just kind of killed that guy with her sword and like that was the end of it people would have been upset but I, I think that they that they didn't get their like big superhero moment mm-hmm. um the big yeah. kind of her beating a, a big powerful villain you mean
2: killing Aries with a sword Well
1: she she kill she doesn't kill Aries with a sword that's not who I'm referring to when she kills that 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 German uh general Yeah yeah, yeah. um like if, if she just you know like he was the mastermind you know the yeah. rest of the Germans that we saw yeah. were ready to sign this armistice if she just killed this guy and, and it turns out he was he was controlled maybe by Ares but from above you right know, but we didn't yeah. have like the physical manifestation of Ares I would have been I would have been fine with that I think that would have been interesting but but yeah that doesn't necessarily fit the superhero formula and I, I get that for
0: sure right right you need to
2: sell Ares toys <laughs> you got <sell> <laughs> I, so. I want an Ares toy yeah
0: Um, And another, I mean, I'm getting just nitpicky here, but uh, another thing I had kind of a problem with was I would have liked to see better villains. You know, I I wasn't a big fan of the villains in this movie. Um, I would say Dr. Poison seemed super cool, but she really didn't do a whole lot. I I kind of was most intrigued by her. I kind of wanted her to be, like, the big bad, but as it turned out, she didn't do a whole lot. And then, yeah, this German general... And aries I don't know it, it, to me, they were kind of
2: forgettable. I would have liked to see some uh I saw this what were the opponents? I saw this funny meme about how. Like Batman's Rogues Gallery and uh, Flash's Rogues Gallery compared to like Woman- Wonder Woman's Rogues Gallery. Yeah, and it says Wonder Woman takes care of her enemies, kills her enemies. That's why she's right. So yeah, a I mean, laundry list of villains. Yeah,
0: maybe there's there's just I mean there's there's not a whole We're, lot there to draw from. We gotta right? see
1: Wonder Woman versus Cheetah. But yeah, that has to be like they've they've come out and they've announced that there's gonna be a Wonder Woman two. It's gonna be in modern times and like and Patty Jenkins is on board. Yeah, so fuck yeah. you. Go. And they but they have to figure out a way to do Cheetah. And like that's not—I don't think that's easy because she is like, she's either a woman running around in a cat suit, she's basically or a, a like thundercat, cat you know, <laughs> she's a thundercat. Um, <laughs> but like that's one woman's kind of classic villain, and you can really power her up, and you can make her scary and and uh, and all that. But that you know, if you're gonna do, you know, because otherwise, there's like Doc, Dr. Psycho, who's like a—it it would almost be like a Purple Man scenario. Uh, from Jessica Jones like he that's his thing he's like he's very frail but he has incredibly powerful mind control so they could go that direction and they could go that you know they could follow a similar path Jessica Jones and deal with that Um, but I I really hope just as a long time Wonder Woman fan like I want to see Wonder Woman fighting Cheetah on the big screen like in a jungle and and getting that
0: yeah and um, yeah just real quick my my personal take um, you know We've heard uh Rainier and Aton gush over this movie. Um, and you know, they're 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 DC fans, right? But you know it's not this isn't one of those movies that only D C fans are living. You know, just everyone's living this movie, myself included. I loved this movie. You know, it's a fantastic film. I'm a Marvel diehard and I went in and my mind was blown, man. And um you know, I gotta say, kind of, Aton, what you're saying. Not only is this a great movie that DC has created, but there is no equivalent in Marvel. It, it, you know, like they they did this, and there there is no answer that Marvel has. Like, you know, like some people say, like, oh, wait, wait for Miss Marvel to come out. You know, okay, that, I'm sure that's gonna be good and everything, but there's no equivalent, and, you know? and it's
1: not gonna get women excited in the same way. And I think that's like that's yeah. something that's hugely important that we haven't really talked about is like the 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 cultural significance of this um and like this year in particular um oh the timeliness the the timeliness of this movie uh, is amazing And, and like women i know personally who have no interest in comics whatsoever and and won't again after this are are like so excited to go see this movie and it actually means something to them and like and women who who are coming out saying, like, I cried during the the fight scenes because <laughs> I finally got to see a woman do the things that I acted out with my brothers, yeah. you know, in my living room 25 years ago. And, like, it's just – it's really powerful to kind of hear these or see, you know, if you, like, scroll through your Facebook feed and hopefully it's full of women who are like, I saw one woman and I loved it. I've been waiting my whole life for this. And, like, yeah. that's that's really exciting and that feels really good um, as, like, a comic book person. be Like, I love that comics are, are – um, a big part of, of this feeling for women. And it's really exciting for me to, you know, that, you know, my mom is going to go see this. Yeah. Like my mom doesn't care about comics. She doesn't care about comic movies. And she's going to go see this. And she's going to, not only is she going to go see it, she's going to see it within the first fucking week it came out. <laughs> you know, I have friends who I know who have never read a comic book. I know they haven't. And they're like, I'm going to go see fucking Wonder Woman. And I, it's just, it's, it's beautiful. And especially, like we said, now, um, with you know, we've had the the women's march this year, and yeah. there's a there's a threat to to women's rights in this country, mm-hmm. and uh, and to get something like this, that's really empowering. Um, just just fuck yeah, fuck yeah, comics, fuck yeah, Wonder Woman.
0: Yeah, dude. Yeah, I went with my wife, and as as excited as I was at the end, she was even more stoked. You know, she was like shoving me around, I was like I can't <laughs> believe it just
1: happened. You know, she was like super excited. So yeah, yeah, so awesome. Um, and uh, so did my I guess my. The final thing I want to say is my in my review of the movie. First of all, it's real nice to not have to be like fighting people. Like I was embattled after Batman vs Superman in that comic <laughs> store. I felt like I was under attack, and I thought I was fighting the good fight. And uh, for like six months, I had to to defend Batman vs Superman, and I'm glad I don't have to do that this time. Um, but you know, for me, there's still only two. Great comic book movies, uh, or or great movies that are comic books, um, and that's st- for me. That's still Superman One with Christopher Reeve, um, and Batman the Dark Knight with Heath Ledger's Joker. I don't put this. I don't put Wonder Woman up there um, as like a great movie, despite you know, regardless of what it's about. But it is certainly in my top five comic book movies, and it might be number three right after those two. I, I really, I really wow. loved it. Awesome.
0: Yeah, so, okay, that, that brings up an interesting uh, topic, because this movie has made such a big splash. A lot of people are saying uh, kind of what you alluded to, Aton, that this movie can be spoken of in the same conversation as some of the greatest superhero movies of all time. Um, what, what would you say uh, about that, Rainier?
2: Uh, I want to say that I'm still defending Batman versus Superman today. <laughs> I feel like I'm still under attack. <laughs> Keep up the good fight. Man. <laughs> but I would put Wonder Woman, yes, definitely in my top top five, top three. Mm. I would put it right alongside um, the Dark Knight trilogy. Uh, they are very different movies and I yeah. love them for very different reasons but they are definitely up there. Awesome. And,
0: uh, and yeah, I-, I purposely didn't want to to be like that guy who said, yeah, this is good, but like all those other DC movies suck, uh-huh. man. You know, like, you know, I, I just wanted this to be like a celebration of Wonder Woman because I think everyone fucking wins here. You know, yeah, right. like if you're a movie fan, if you're a comic fan, if you're a DC fan, if you're a Marvel fan, you're a man, you're a woman, whatever, dude. This movie fucking rocks right <laughs> so right. Um, that said though um, you know I, I'm i I've, in terms of movies I, I'm, I'm the ultimate movie snob and I do not put Wonder Woman up and in, into the greatest superhero movies of all time it's a great movie um, but I think those slots are reserved for I can think of two right now a mentioned Superman the movie the original Superman that is absolutely there I would also put Captain America: The Winter Soldier, in that category as well, and those two. I don't know if there's any uh, better superhero movies, in my opinion, than those I agree. two.
1: This is a this is an episode. I think for a future date. I think we should dig into this. I think that I I think it's really interesting to know what you would. Like you, cause, okay. So Renier and I are hardcore DC guys. Yes, yeah. you know we. The Dark Knight trilogy to us is is gospel. Yes, you know, and you uh, clearly don't feel the same way. So I, I, I think we need to <laughs> we need to talk about because uh, uh, I wonder, <laughs> I wonder, I want, I want to know your top five um, after yeah. after those two. I think that's really interesting. We don't have to yeah. do it now. but yeah. I, I'm, I'm into it. I want yeah, to talk
0: let's, about uh, let's, let's, you know. We'll brainstorm, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll make the necessary preparations, and then we'll, we'll go to it. The versus
2: episode, movie edition. <laughs> okay. There you go. There you Eight go. Time.
0: All right. Cool. All right. So let's move on to new comics. Today's Monday, June 5th, and Wednesday, June 7th is New Comic Book Wednesday. Um, what are you guys looking forward to? Um, you want to start, Rainier?
2: Yeah. I'm just going to run down the list and see if right. Bane Conquest number two of 12 is out uh batman 24 uh dark knight 3 number 9 uh which is the conclusion of this uh of this crazy mess of fun <laughs> mm-hmm. uh what else and let's see justice league number 22 and it's a it's gonna be a big week and bring your bag i'm missing something yeah, that, that's most of it i'll bring my bag yeah
1: dc is back after a fifth uh, a fifth wednesday so you get all your regular dc books back uh henry do you want to go and i can fill in the gas okay box.
2: sure
0: yeah just a couple on my end uh fantagraphics has its next all-time comics book coming out this one's atlas number one i'm digging the series Holly looking forward to that also from marvel comics uh, Iron Fist, number four. really digging this series so far. Written by Ed Brisson and illustrated by Mike Perkins.
1: Cool. Um, so I've got a few. Um, let's see. Mine are in alphabetical order. All right. Uh, the Journey of Blackagar Boltagon, also known as Black Bolt. Uh, his number two comes out. Number one was awesome if you haven't read it. Um, most importantly, the, this is when I learned... That Black Bolt's name was Blackagar Boltagon. That automatically rocketed up to my, rocketed him up to one of my favorite characters <laughs> of all time. That is this the greatest name in comics history, Blackagar Boltagon. I can't say that enough. It makes me happy. Considering getting it tattooed on my body. Um, Baby Teeth number one is an aftershock book uh, from Donny Cates, uh, who has been super hot right now. He's got Redneck from Image, which is fantastic, and everybody should be reading. Um, and God Country, uh, also from Image, which is coming to an end. He's he's one of the hottest writers out there right now. This is a new one. It's kind of about a, it's kind of like a Rosemary's Baby type uh, situation. Uh, Renier said DK three number nine. Uh, that wraps up the the Master Race thing, which has really been really it, it's been really good. Uh, I think this is a book people are going to be reading for a long time. It, it's kind of the sequel to The Dark Knight Returns. I mean, it's, it's no fucking Dark Knight Returns, let's be honest. But we could have skipped that second one. We could have skipped the Dark Knight Strikes again and gone right to this, and and uh, people would probably feel better about uh, the continuation of the series. Uh, Iceman, number one. Uh, the X-Books continue to be really good. The Gene Grey solo book is really good, so I'm very hopeful that Iceman uh, follows suit. Uh, I think what they've done with this character where, like, Turns out the young version of Iceman is gay um, and the adult version uh, is not or maybe is not. Like it's a pretty interesting thing where they're, you know, because they exist side by side. Um, the trade for Infinite Seven comes out by a friend of the store, Dave Duan. She's actually going to be in the store on Wednesday signing. We're still figuring out the time. It's either going to be in the morning uh, during the morning rush or he's going to come in the afternoon. Um, but that's a really fun book. It's probably going to be our next book club book as well. Um, it's kind of like the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, but with 80s action movie heroes. Uh, it's nice. really clever, really fun. Cool. Um, Paper Girls 15 wraps up the third arc of Paper Girls. Um, one that I thought Henry might bring up is a uh, Tarantula coming from oh, ad shit. house is yeah that, that's yeah it, that's coming out yeah okay so it's I from uh that. it's from fabian wrangle jr and alexis zirat the team behind space riders which henry and i could not be bigger fans are of Hell yeah do you read Hell yeah, ready. yeah. okay yeah, we're right. all fans of space riders because cool. we're all smart people yeah um, but this is so it's like a hundred page hardcover it's only 15 bucks it's they uh it's a uh, Pulp, Satanic Pulp Noir, uh, but obviously, clearly psychedelic and crazy because uh, Zirit is doing the art. Sweet. Um, so yeah, real excited for that. And then uh, Wicked and Divine Volume Five is another one that people are going to be super stoked. Um, me myself, that's a that's one of the rare books that I read only in trade. So um, I'm really excited for that. And that uh, that's what I got this week.
0: Awesome. And with that, we can wrap up the episode. This is farewell from Rainier, Aton, and Henry.